Welcome to your go-to podcast for the pool and spa industry. My name is Tyler Rasmussen. And my name is Greg Viafania. And this is the Pool Chasers Podcast. Welcome to the Pool Chasers Podcast. Um, we thought it'd be super fun to recap our crazy wild weekend at the Las Vegas International Pool Spa Patio Show, which included our first ever Pool Chaser Mixer, which was uh, super exciting. And we have our good friend Kyle Ald with us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem. Um, so thought it'd be cool to have Kyle here on this episode because he was amazing. Um, he's actually our service manager at Brothers Pool Service and Repair back here in Scottsdale. Um, but we thought it'd be a really good idea to have him with us at the show and the mixer to just really help out with the logistics of everything and just kind of be a all-around hustler because that's what he does best. So you're digging the Pool Chasers community. I'm loving it, and especially after... You know, dipping my beak at the show. Everybody's so appreciative and what's going on here. So I think it's going to be great moving forward, making it awesome. Yeah, most definitely. I think being a part of the show, I mean, even what you saw was just insane to us. And we're going to get into that right now. But it was probably the coolest feeling, 32 years old, probably the coolest feeling I've ever felt in my whole entire life besides yeah. my kids and wife. Hope you guys yes. listening. Top three. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so after all that, we finally figure out that we're doing the Pool Chasers Mixer. We're going to share a booth with Jobber at the Pool Spa Patio Expo in Vegas. And game planning for that, oh my gosh, was wow. insane. <laughs> On top of, you know, running brothers and uh, coordinating the mixer, we did a separate trip out there. Where we worked on um, brother stuff. We were redoing the service agreement at the time and some other stuff. We just had to break away from everything, all communication. Uh, it was like a weekend, I think, wasn't it? It was like a Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. And we went out there and we um, checked out Stoney's as well, walked through there, videotaped it. And right away we knew, I mean, as you can imagine, opening those doors and just seeing the place open up. It's like, yep, this is the this is the spot. Oh, yeah. It is way bigger than I thought <laughs> it was going to be walking up to it. Dude, yeah, Once you insane. walk through the doors, it's huge in there. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know and saw the booth and all that stuff, I mean, the whole logistics behind partnering up with our sponsor, Jobber, and the booth space and uh, all the T-shirts, hats, rags, lanyards, all the different things that you saw. There was nobody else behind that, you know, but us coordinating with suppliers to get that stuff done and stuff not being done right and sending back artwork not being done right. And it was just an insane amount of stuff. But we knew that it was all for the greater good because we wanted to be visually appealing. You know what I mean? On top of us being sincere and wanting to bring the industry up, want to make sure that getting the attention and we're extremely you know, lucky that Jobber just had, I think, one of the coolest looking booths. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was a little bit, you know, kind of minimalist, but had the uh, AstroTurf had some kind of wood paneling look, and uh, I feel like the aesthetic of their brand kind of jived with us pretty well. Yeah, the colors match. Yeah, so it worked out pretty good. So after kind of getting that all together, it was finally time to roll out there. So I uh, had a nice little road trip. But funniest thing is we have so much stuff that we have to take out there. I mean, we have bins like all over the office, and this is like everything that has to go. It's like a mountain of stuff. And I think what like a week before that. We were kind of figuring out what vehicle we we're going to take because our vehicle situation was just kind of weird. And I was like, oh, I can bring, you know, the wife's car, well, a little Venza. It's like a crossover car. <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can make it work, whatever. 
and then you know last minute end up bringing my tundra and we barely fit everything in there right <laughs> and we're like dude that is hilarious we would not have gotten crap in that little car like no. it would have been i was i was folded up in that back seat like there's enough room <laughs> just for me to sit back there we're normally a plenty of room but the whole back was full the back seat was full i remember coming back especially taking a sharp turn and just cascade of stuff falling <laughs> falling onto me but yeah we got we got it all shoehorned in microphone there. just slid and popped me in the face <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, that was a that was a really cool drive i think all the things we've learned at brothers and other things we've done in our lives is that we need to be prepared at all times and there were so many curveballs thrown during those few days um, but we built an itinerary and, and, you know, we went over everything, kind of what all of our duties were going to be at the show, which was very important so that, you know, you knew what Pool Chasers was, Kyle, and you knew where you could listen to it and just, you knew what it was, but we needed to make sure that you were like on point and you knew it better than anybody else that would come to the booth so that you could be transparent about what is actually going on and you did a, a great job, but... Anybody getting ready for a show or doing anything like taking the time, spending a night or two up really late, putting an itinerary together is the best thing that you can do. Because even with us having an itinerary, like we are still scrambling like crazy. And I think even the itinerary got lost at some point in the, in the beginning. <laughs> like, that, I mean, it just got crazy right out of the shoot. Um, I, I had it the whole time in my backpack. But we forgot that we put it in my backpack. Yes. So. Yeah. It, 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 it was it was really crazy. But so, how did you guys enjoy the drive? How's my driving? Was it awesome? Always, always. Your driving was great. Correct? Was it? Yeah. I do this thing lately where I like turn my blinker on and I get like I feel like I do like a smooth smooth transition into the next lane and I cut it off halfway through. And I always wonder if people like like how smooth I drive. That's like super weird, but I think about like how smooth. I'm like, I wonder if people know how smooth the driver I am. I wonder how this looks from the vehicle behind me. Yeah. Probably impressed because our driving, other people's driving here sucks. Put down the window. So, hey! <laughs> hey! Yeah, what? Do you like how I change lanes? That's weird. I like your blinker usage. I mean, I, th- I think like what you said, the the time management we've learned. I mean for us to be able to do brothers and this is insane anyways, but figure out, okay, like I don't want any of my time wasted. Look at that from, from that perspective and see, okay, we have three days. We have these certain things we need to get done. These certain people we need to talk to throw in the crazy mixer. And like, it was, it was insane three days, but you know, when you coordinated that way and you figured it out, it wasn't that crazy in my head. Anyways, I kind of knew, where we were supposed to be at certain times and things like that, which helped a lot. Yeah. You got to do that. Because I think the biggest concern was that there was so many things that were so important, which was getting photos on the social media so that people that weren't there would be able to see it and we could have photos for, so that we could look back on and, you know, share on, you know, Facebook and stuff like that. That was important, which is what I did. Mm -hmm. But the other thing was we had, people that were going to come to the booth and we had to talk with them and we couldn't be all talking with them and nobody doing one thing or everybody doing photos and nobody talking. And if somebody wanted to buy a hat or shirt, like we had to establish roles and the whole situation. And I know 
people do that that are good, but it's it's crazy that if you were not to figure that out beforehand, you could be running into like some serious issues. I mean, could you imagine if we had no idea what we were getting into? I mean, it was already crazy enough, but if you had no idea what you were getting into, it would just have been like super insane. Yep. <laughs> that and that and communication, it was like, okay, hey, make sure that Hey, that guy looks like he wants to talk to you. Or, hey, I haven't gone to the bathroom in five and a half hours. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the quarter mile it is to get to the bathroom over there and buy a seven dollar bottle of water. Yep. When I come back, true story. Yeah, last day you had to text us. <laughs> I did because you guys were off doing an interview or something. I'm like, hey guys, I gotta go to the bathroom. Are you guys anywhere near me in the same, like, you know, 100-meter radius? No. See if see if Jobber can watch it for a little bit. <laughs> Luckily, Jobber was super cool, and they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll watch it for a little bit for you. I was like, awesome. I don't think you guys know how serious this is. <laughs> this is, this is, yeah. is going to be a catastrophe pretty quick here. <laughs> so another cool thing, you know, have a great drive out there, but this is actually your first time in Vegas, which I think is cool because we actually got to experience your first time to the beach yep. and you being it like born in san diego i mean you were literally probably born there and jetted out because you were navy brat yep so having those experiences with you was pretty cool and it's crazy because your first time at the beach that was with us was at a, your first show yep that was, was at the western pool and spa show in long beach and yep. this was the international show in vegas yep. so yep. two firsts so we're both uh <laughs> exhilarating you guys always make sure to make time to you know share it what, what do you want to do it's your first time to vegas uh, i don't know what this place is i don't know I don't what know. it is just seen on tv yeah it's a and bunch of bright seen lights on tv I, I cannot afford that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't have any money to put in the machine so uh, yeah yeah, but that was cool. I mean, I feel like and we paid a little bit extra to get a room with a view so that you could actually look over the entire strip. But you know what? You got the real taste of Vegas when we first pulled up in Valet where, <laughs> I mean, we're already like trying to like, we showed up a little bit late because of traffic and other situations back here in Scottsdale. So we're running a little bit behind and we pull up. We're in the wrong place for valet. You got to be on the other side. We're all getting all of our stuff out. I'm about to pull the truck around to where we need to be. And the valet dude is yelling at me. He said, hey, hey, you can't park there. And he's just screaming while walking towards me. Finally gets to me and says, how do you like your Tundra? I got one too. You can do all these different (laughs) mods to it and this and that. And just there's so many cars like all over the place and stuff going on. And it's just like, is this... I'm going to chop it up with you, but is this really the best time? And he's like, he's like, yeah, I started a business, you know, 10 years ago and this and that. And I'm like, this is awesome, man. But I do not feel like that. We literally just got here. This is not a good time. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I, Kyle came back out and he's just like looking like you need some assistance. Dude, Cause I, I saw that you. look in your eye. Like, like, do I need to come and save say something to, <laughs> yeah. to save you from this uh, discussion? Dude, I had stood in line, checked in, and then met Kyle, and you still weren't done. Oh, I was like, what? And that's when he went out to go get you. Because <laughs> we were like, hey, come on, man. Yeah, like, so finally, finally got around. Shout out to, to you, buddy, if you listen yeah, to this podcast. Yeah, you're listening. You, you're a swell guy. That was a good conversation. But it was just, 
there's a place and time for everything. I don't feel that was a place or time. But anyway, I flipped around, got out, made our way up to the room. Um, and that was, uh, that was sweet. I was, I, so I grew up in Vegas for quite a few years and I don't know if I ever stayed in a hotel room when I was there. So seeing that view was pretty epic because we actually had the, where were we are at? You actually got to see the Mandalay Bay, like, uh, type the writing on the top of the building. Yep. So we actually got to see that. And then it was just like a straight shot down the strip. So it was a super cool view. Especially that first night when it got dark and yeah. all the lights came up. That was super awesome. Yeah. So did that, and then we're all freaking starving. And uh, it's my department. It's my town. That's not really my town, but I do know where some good Mexican food is. Um, <laughs> That's what we wanted. Yeah. So yes. we went to this place, Casa Don Juan's. If you don't know, it's, uh, it's downtown Vegas. It was scary. Yeah. I feel like, because this was Uber ride number one, correct? Yep, this correct. is Uber ride number one. Put it, we were having fun with it on Instagram, put it in our stories and stuff. And yeah, this dude, this dude took a very interesting, uh, route to get us to the Mexican restaurant. Like it wasn't, it was bad enough the normal way to get there from the freeway, but we took all these side streets where there's just construction and all these uh, crazy adult stores. And I, <laughs> We were, we were cracking up because I feel like at one point you were just like, how like, Hey guys, like what, what, is, what are we doing, man? Are we, cause I actually am hungry. Like, what are we doing? Is this a joke? <laughs> we got to a certain part of the neighborhood and it was construction on the left and like warehouse buildings. I'm like, this looks like a CSI episode. Like I'm going to end up. Like, this is the beginning of the show where they're like, hey, let's go get some dinner, all right? And they're driving down this road, and then all of a sudden, everyone dies weird. Like, that's what it felt like. Like, that's what we were headed towards. And then Dude, all of a sudden, so true. Yep. it started Same. getting, like, strip club, gold store, bum on the street, strip club, yeah. gold store. Seriously. <laughs> and you know what the weirdest like, part was? Like, I would be weirded out, too, because the Uber driver was, that was... He was the most quiet. Like, he was oh, yeah. kind of talkative for the first, like, five minutes to kind of whatever. But we got to a certain point where it started getting a little darker and a little bit grimmer. Yeah. And he just, like, shut down. Like, this is... I'm actually a little nervous. Like, you know where you're going, buddy? What are we doing? I, I, I don't think he thought... It was like, do you guys really want to go down here? Because it doesn't look like a good place to go. Like, I wouldn't go here. I have never driven here. I've been doing Uber for two years. So when you want good Mexican food, you gotta you gotta go find it. You gotta you gotta risk it all for sure. It's always the good <laughs> the walls, man. Yeah, but that place was awesome. Homemade tortillas. Yeah, homemade tortillas. I had I think two tacos, enchilada plate, enchilada. It was amazing, but the service was super duper Suck. terrible. <laughs> also, usually it's actually really good, but that that night it was not so. They good. were super packed. Soda too. was gross. Yeah. I was trying to take a picture of something. This dude saw that I was clearly taking a picture of something, and he moved it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it was that bill. The bill. He's like, can I take that? We're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, and he there's said, no yeah. tip on there, actually. For you. you. No yeah. tip. So you're paying with the Broadly gift card. Oh, yeah. Shout, Shout out to Broadly. Out. <laughs> Thanks for that Broadly card. And you're trying to take a picture of it, and yeah. He just took it away. <laughs> I need to go back and see if I have that picture. I send it to the I think you squad. do. Yeah, I think I got it off in time. Yeah, yeah it was just in time because he was trying to grab it. Photos. Hurry up. Yeah. yeah, but so we did that. Um, what did we do after that, guys? Went down my Uber to get my Fat Tuesdays drink. 
Oh, that I kept calling Ruby Tuesdays? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always have to go get these Fat Tuesday drinks <laughs> when I go to Vegas. And that night I got a, a big yard that was a little too much. I don't really drink too much, but that was, that was a lot. A little bit dizzy walking up those. No, you guys even got dizzy walking up those freaking stairs around, up, the, up the thing. I was like, the, whoa. To walk to over the, the street. street. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was moving, though. Not going to lie. It did feel like it was It was moving. pretty windy. Yeah. That one part. Yeah, had, before, I had to stand against the wall for a second after that. Yeah, was that before, after we got to the Bellagio? That was after. I drank that the whole time we were at the Bellagio. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we went to work. I mean, that's what you wanted to do, right? Yeah. So we finally end up getting to the Bellagio water show, like the end of one show maybe, and it was like every yeah. 15 minutes or something. We got the, we got there just as it was ending, and we're like, okay. We're like all looking. We're like, okay, when's the next? Oh, it's a, every 15 minutes. And then the next song that played was like, I think it was El- Elton John, like oh, Tiny yeah. Dancer. And we were like... Okay, good song, but not a good Bellagio Fountain song. Yeah. So we're like, let's let's wait for the next one. You know, we're down here. Let, let's wait for the next one. It was... Uh, Proud to be an American. Yep. <laughs> and that was a good Bellagio yeah. Fountain song. That, that super, rocked. That was super good. And then I think at some point in time, we ended up on uh, German TV. Yeah. yeah. Where, That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. So there was these vloggers or something had a legit... Set up those a legit yeah, yeah. Uh, little micro camera and um, uh, audio device to kind of record what we were saying, but they were just like, "Oh, what are you guys doing here?" And then we were probably just like tripping them out because we're like, "Oh, we're here for doing podcast, but we're in a pool show, like pools podcast, you know, expo, what? You know what I mean?" <laughs> um, but we were talking with them for a quick minute, and uh, yeah, got corrected on how to look at the camera a bunch. I think they, yeah, they did not like what we had to say because they wanted to, like, get the party version of Vegas. Yeah, it's like, eh, boring. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> shit. These guys are not it. Move on. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you're not even here to get drunk. You're just, no. oh, you ate tacos. We're going yeah, to bed we're, early. <laughs> we're going to bed after this. We just wanted to see the fountain. Oh, well, that's cute. Yeah. Nice. I'm good at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, but just seeing that water show, I don't know if I've ever really stood there and watched that show before, but you could see we had Bobe Water and Fire Features, Julie and Chris on here, and they were talking about a time when they were in Vegas and they actually watched the water show, and it was just, like, super inspiring, and it was kind of little motivation for them and some of the pieces they would make in the future, and you could definitely see, you know, how cool it is and seeing what water is really capable of when you put some, you know... We were talking about how cool it would be to actually see the equipment room behind all that because it's... Oh, yeah. Dude, that is an insane show. Like, just seeing, like, all the different things that... That's, and it's probably... It's got to be fully automated. Yep. So, end of night one. Went to bed early-ish. Yeah, I don't remember what time it was, to be honest. I it inflated much, the air mattress for me to sleep on. I did that before we went out because yes. I knew I was going to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, air mattress for you. Yeah. I knew I was going to drink that before. So, all right. First day of international show. Ow! <laughs> so, this was pretty crazy because we got off to a really bad start. So, it's our first show. First show was Pool Chasers. I mean, we've been to several shows before that, but not for Pool Chasers. So, very first one, very first one we brought stuff to. And we're driving around the outside of the building, and nobody wants to help us. There's six different people we talked to. Everyone's telling us that somebody else is the one to do it. 
there's union people. There's three different unions in this one freaking building and nobody wants to do any work. They're all sitting on their freaking butts. And it's like, man, we just need someone to help us get our stuff inside. Finally pull over this cool security guard lady, like talk to us for a minute. Then she walked around and who knows what happened with that. Cause Greg went by himself. So then we came back and she, we thought we figured it out. Then we went to the other guy. He was like, Nope, you're wrong. So we just decided that we are going to carry it all in, which really sucked. So <laughs> I was genuinely pissed off that whole situation. But what's it that we had to bring our stuff in is that nobody just said, well, you're going to have to suck it up because you didn't have somebody deliver it. You're right. going to have to park over there and drag your shit into the building. Yeah, it was, no, you need to go talk to that guy. And that guy says, oh, you got to go back and talk to them. No, you actually got to go talk to this person. And then one guy said, well, who's your point of contact? That's who you need to be talking to. <laughs> All right. Who's, who's my point of contact? Like for the show? Like what, what are they going to do? He, I need to get my stuff in the building. He didn't even know what that meant. He was just trying to pawn it off. He's like, I don't want to move this stuff in here. I think I'll just tell him he needs to talk to their point of contact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it got to, it got to that point near the end where it's like, I think they're messing with us. I think it's a joke. Felt like that. No, you got to go back around to the front again. Hey, we just sent them over to the front. Send them back here. When once they get there, just send them to the back. Ping you know, pong this balls. is hilarious. Yeah, no, it sucked. So then we pretty much had a workout before we even <laughs> got to set anything up. Dude, that was pretty rough. Was. It was early. I don't even think we got coffee yet. Uh, I don't think the first morning we got. Yeah, coffee. we did because Greg carried it in the in the. Right, oh, the oh I did. Cart. Yeah, or I you did. It, yeah, I had it in the little thing, but we didn't. We get, didn't drink it yet, though. We didn't not, drink it yet. There's not many situations to do this in, but a coffee thing like that is my routine, and we're like running behind, and we're still so we're like, all right, we're just gonna have to park and drag everything, and we gotta hurry up and do it. But first, we're gonna have to drive a little ways away to go get coffee. <laughs> And then we'll come back and do what we got to do. And that's exactly what we did. It is exactly what we did. Dude, but it was its kind of crazy with all the emotion going into what the unknown. We didn't know what to expect or what was going to happen. And to just be thrown that curveball in the beginning was just like, dude, could have done without that. This is already going to be a long enough day. And we don't even know how it's going to go. Now we're just like, that was a full burnout. Of all of us dragging that heavy equipment all the way. Well, we when we got there, we went, oh, okay, well, this is where the booth is. Oh, there's a big bay door right there. Yeah. It's like less than less than 20 yards from the bay door to the booth. That's not bad. And they're like, oh, you can't go through the bay door. You have to go from the front door. And we're like, well, that's like a half a mile away. And that's what we had to do. And it was frustrating knowing... That we probably could have just been rebels and ran through with the Rubbermaid bins when they weren't looking, throwing a cookie or something. <laughs> Thought about it, but I was like, you know what? The way things are going already, Might I feel like things are just going to get way worse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Greg is uh, FaceTiming us right now from uh, Las Vegas, the station. <laughs> So then we got in there, we got, finally got there, got to meet the jobber team. They're super awesome. Kind of crazy because we've been going back and forth with, especially Molly, man, for almost a, a year, year now, yeah. maybe even longer because we were doing stuff with them at Brothers, but it was really cool to meet them in person and man, it was just a really great time. Each one of them had a great personality and man, if I had to do it over again, would be a real pleasure because we all helped each other out. 
brought water and candy and we're watching each other's, you know, booths. Only one time, I guess, recall with you. But <laughs> I was helping Jobber a lot, actually. Yeah. No, but I mean, even taking photos for each other and um, doing different demos and all that kind of stuff. It just, it was, uh, it was really cool because I felt we had a good time at the booth, but it was like business. Everybody knew their part. Even their team was like, we're here to do a job and we have a mission and we have to stay focused. And it's really cool when everybody has a very upbeat personality, but it's still like, I have a job to do, not just going to be loosey goosey and do whatever the heck I want. Like everybody was like kicking butt. So, but yeah, shout out to you guys, Molly, Murray, Jason, and Sarah. It was super cool hanging out with you for a week. Yeah. You guys rock, had a really good time and it was nice meeting you finally in person. Yay. Yay. So we got to set the booth up. This is probably your favorite part. Yeah. So the <laughs> definitely the booth and the aesthetic of the brand is definitely something I have tons of connection to. And it's a little bit different, you know, doing it on a shoestring budget. Actually, it's not different because I don't know any better. Um, <laughs> doing it on a shoestring budget, which is, you know, our logo is pretty kind of minimal um, but we got to put up the banner. We had a rack that we put everything on. We had to put that together. Me and Kyle were doing that while Ty was hooking up some other stuff. But, you know, we got to lay out a pennant we made by Oxford Pennant. You need pennants made. They make some really cool felt old school vintage pennants. Um, we had our t-shirts, our hats. Um, got to show off the mixer hats and the custom pin we made for all the attendees that were going to be attending the, the event. Um, we had our, uh, oh, shop towels. The shop towels were freaking awesome. Got those, those made. Yeah, those were sweet. I was uh, glad we did that. We weren't even sure because we were going back and forth in the beginning. Like, what can we, you know, give out for free that people would actually use and something that is like different and, you know, started kind of kicking a few things around. I was like, you know what? Shop towels, right? If we could even figure out a way to get those screen printed, that would be super cool because who doesn't love a good shop towel? Everybody. Even if you're not doing stuff in the field, like when, even if you're doing something with your car or something, you could always use a shop towel. So ended up doing that, put those on the, on display and ended up being really cool. Um, had a cool little letter folk board that we put out that had all the events going on that day. Cause we did raffles. We raffled out, um, an Intellibrite light. We had, uh, an IntelliConnect, um, that we, that was the second day. And then we had an IntelliFlow that, um, we gave away the next day. So thank you very much, Pentair, for kind of donating those things to us so that we could raffle those off. And now they all have a really good home. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that was super sweet. So got the booth all dialed in uh, just in time. I think, what was that that day, 1030, the show opened up. So the first day um, opened up at 1030, and we were all just about good to go. I mean, there's a few things here and there that we did. I think, is that the same day? Did you run out and get the business cards that day? No, the next day. The next day? Okay. That was the next day. Yeah. yeah. But it did It did start off like with a bang because we were still getting ready or something. Then we met Kyle Peak from Pool Kings. He came by like like the second it opened. And it was like you were down still messing with stuff on the shelf. And then like I started talking and I'm like, oh, yeah, we should, we should probably take photos of this. And it was kind of like a scramble. But it was oh. super cool meeting him because, you know, he had – mentioned that he he appreciated the community that we were doing and i thought that was you know really cool because obviously we love their show and have watched them him and his sons are my favorite of the pool kings or have been from the beginning you know there's a couple other ones now we like too but you know been watching them for a long time on that show so 
Yeah, it was really cool. Those are like our, those are like our famous people for the industry. You know, you see them on TV and all this cool stuff and, you know, they're on such, you know, they're on the DIY network or Animal Planet or this and that. And it's crazy to think that, um, they do all that. And we have crazy respect for them because it's hard enough running a, a business on its own, let alone dealing with a network and camera people and being in a certain place at a certain time and customers that you're going to have to, you know, coordinate with. And, you know, we got tons of respect for that whole entire process, which people watching the show, you know, homeowners and things like that don't really fully understand that. But being in the industry, we can only imagine how difficult that can be. So meeting them uh, that day, because I I rolled up, I I seen you, Mm -hmm. I saw you talking with him and from afar, you know, we all knew who we were looking out for. And I was like, what the heck? And I just right away, man, I, and I didn't, I never shared it, but I hit record and I like zoomed in as I was like kind of jetting towards. Oh, yeah, because you went and talked to Fred for a minute and then you came Oh, back. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's up, Fred Schweer? What's up, Fred? VP of sales, Cooler X. <laughs> you rock. I think yeah. you called me today. I'll call you back. <laughs> so um, it was cool though, because you talked about how, um, you know, they don't really set up a lot of that shows. It kind of happens happens on its own, even though some people think it's like set up, but it's like a lot of the stuff that happens is real and we just kind of roll with it. And Jeremy, it's not what I mentioned on his, yeah. you know, it's kind of like not a whole lot that's set up. It looks like that sometimes, but a lot of that stuff really happens and it's cool to hear that side of the story, but you know, obviously we were big fans. So that's that super cool right off the bat. Yeah. I could see that probably just filming like every little thing, you know what I mean? You probably shoot like an insane amount of hours and then you just get that what 30 45 minutes yeah it's pretty quick episodes <laughs> yeah but it's crazy to think that they just have like probably weeks worth of footage mm-hmm. and it's like yeah take that like two months of footage which is an insane amount of hours thousands of hours i need 30 minutes right <laughs> the whole process in 30 minutes it's crazy yeah so then we started to meet several members of the pool chaser community as the day went on which you know is pretty um it's pretty insane to to explain and you know nobody's really been in our shoes so it's kind of if you don't know you know you have people that are fans of the podcast and people that are our friends and people that are have been chatting with us through instagram dms for almost a year like show up and you meet them in person and it's so cool it was it's it's pretty um it's pretty unexplainable but it was really cool to meet all those people, um, you know, that, that just enjoy part of being part of the community because that's what we're trying to create. And it was really cool because it didn't feel like we were these icons or something. It just felt like we were part of this community and everybody felt comfortable talking to us. And it was cool to come up to us. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a fun experience. It was, it was insane because I think we were having flashbacks of our first shows that we went to. And kept thinking about like, man, if we had started our pool service business and we went to a show and there was some type of community put together where it was like, you know, for us, by us, you know what I mean? The guys that are actually like in the trenches every day doing this stuff, put on a community podcast and they're talking about this stuff and they're inviting people onto the show where they're talking about these things. Like that would just be the coolest thing ever. I mean, we are huge fans of Rec at in the very beginning because he pushed out his podcast. And we're like, what? Like somebody finally did this and we were glued to it. And he had um, a presentation at the Western Pool and Spa show, you know, years ago. 
And we couldn't wait to go to it because we had listened to him on the podcast and he was sharing information that we were actually applying to our business at that time. And it just felt so good to, to be that person now where the things that we know we're giving back and the things that we don't know, which is a hell of a lot more that we don't know, we're going after people that we think are the biggest inspiration in the whole industry. And we're asking those questions so that you can all be informed. So, you know, I don't know if anybody else, you know, sees it that way, but, you know, we're just as excited as you. And hopefully in the future, we can actually um, talk a little bit more because hmm. I want to personally apologize because, you know, my role kind of taking photo and video and things like that don't really get to really talk as much as I wanted to. But hopefully in the future, we can all of us, you know, talk a lot more because definitely thought about that. And I was like, man, I was like, wish we could talk with them a little bit more, but it is what it is. And, you know, just appreciate everybody that came by and had kind things to say. And even cooler that like, Oh, I love this episode. Talk about this. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like, cause tons of people were like, I love the episode with J Max and uh, Jeremy Noggle from your paradise. Like, yeah, like Justin's going to be walking around here, here pretty soon. Like, Oh really? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, yeah, he's got the real shiny, like awesome looking beard. Can't miss him. I wish, uh, I wish my beard looked like that. <laughs> Don't we all? Someday. Yeah. Dude, is that, is that real? Is that a real beard? <laughs> yeah, but that was a, that was a huge hit. And it was just cool for even for other people to kind of get that attention that I think that they deserve and that yeah. light because they run their businesses correctly and they're doing big things in the industry. Mm-hmm. And for other people to listen to the show and really kind of pay that respect because it's not us, you know, with these pool builders and this and that, like we put on the show and that is a thing, but it's really cool for um, other people to notice those people. And maybe one day that'll be them because they listen to the episodes and they're like, you know what? That could be me. That person started off as a pool guy and this person started off in repairs and they ended up starting their own company and doing this and that. And it's just really inspiring to see the way people are thinking about everything. Yes. What was your perspective on it, Kyle? Oh, I was, uh, the first day I was a little stressed because I was like, all right, I don't want to say anything wrong. And I just, (laughs) I just want people to appreciate pool chasers and, and I'd say like three quarters of the people that I talked to were like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Or, oh, I've heard of pool chasers or I like podcasts. I mean, you pretty much had to start out with, do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> yeah, we learned that pretty quick. <laughs> because they're like, what's a, a pod who? Yeah. What's it? You know, you pretty much had to, it was pretty bad because you kind of had to stereotype people a little bit. Yeah. When you were talking to them, you're like, okay, I don't think he knows how to use a smartphone. So you're like, uh, okay, well, here's a flyer. Oh, yeah, my son does that. And I don't know how many people we talked to where they were like, oh, I don't do that, but my son does. Mm-hmm. Or we'd have the younger kids come up and go, hey, dad, this is this is that radio show I was telling you about. <laughs> Internet radio? Yeah. yeah. And it, it was just super interesting to be able to see that and talk to people. Well, the funniest conversations I would hear when you guys were like talking and I was doing something else was, why are you here? Oh, yeah. Like, if they even started to understand, like, why are you here? Yeah. How are, how are you making money? How is this and that? It's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, awareness. 
develop the community and it's making the industry better. And we're out here just kind of promoting that so that when you see this logo, you mean, it means good. You know, you see a sticker, a hat or a shirt means that they're part of the pool chasers community. And it's, you know, the podcast is the reflection of that and really kind of getting that across. And I think we had some really long conversations with people that really didn't get it. And then we talked to them about what the podcast was and how it could bring value to anybody. They were just like, wow, that's, Dang, that's yeah. insane. That's really cool. I had somebody in particular. He would not let him go. Uh, <laughs> he he's going. like, yeah, but how do you make money? And I was like, I, I don't understand why you need to know how I make money. I, I think this is a Nunya situation. Yeah. I'm the service manager yeah. of the pool business. I yes. make money because I manage some guys that clean pools. That's how I yes. make money. <laughs> We don't even know. We don't. I try. The podcast does not pay the bills. I mean, to be honest, like anybody listening, like it it doesn't. You know what I mean? And we're very thankful that we have our sponsor, Jobber, since day one that wanted to go to the show because we told them about it. And they invited us to share the booth with them. And that gave us an opportunity. We saved thousands on booth space. And we got to be with our people. So that deal just ended up being the sweetest one ever because... Yeah, we got to yes. really show people what Pool Chasers, you know, was and talk with our people and, yeah. Super cool. Yeah, so we were doing, you know, you we went around with some booths, our friends, everybody's been on the podcast, you know, Taylor, Bobe, Fred from Polar X, Kim from Broadly, um, making a Pool Pro magazine, just talked with a bunch of the Genesis people, Ledge Lounger, which you just shared a video of. Yeah. Which you can check it out on what, Facebook? Yeah, I uh, um, posted the link on there, but you can go on YouTube and check it out. And that was by the um, founder, president, uh, Christopher Anderson, Ledge Lounger. And just that was a really cool presentation. And I think he did it either two or three days. And he was just talking about, you know, beyond the pool line. Like there's more to just building a pool. You know, there's more money out there. If somebody's you're building a brand new pool, you know, look into the furniture and the landscape and the lights and the audio and, you know, different things like that. Kind of the stuff that you see on uh, these pools, TV shows like Pool Kings and, yeah. uh, you know, insane pools and stuff like that. So that presentation was really cool. So glad we caught that video, taped it and put that one on YouTube. So if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's a really good presentation. Yeah. And even you guys ran into some of the Patriot team, too. And that was pretty cool. I didn't see them, but. We had hit them up on Instagram to stop by. Yeah, they were so much fun. If you're listening to this, Hal, you got some, you got a good crew. They were all in like super good spirits and they were just, yeah, they were just pumped to be at the show and they had nothing but really good things to say about, about how and how everything was going back in Texas. And they were excited that the weather was cooling down and yeah, had a, had a really good talk with, uh, the, uh, Patriot squad. Yeah, yay. Shout out to Austin. <laughs> yeah, so that's a pretty much wraps up the floor. Um, you want to talk? You got you kind of did a live with live Instagram with Molly for a little bit, but that kind of turned out being where you couldn't really hear it much. So that was a good learning experience for those live shows. Yeah, that was definitely a learning experience that we just keep on learning with these uh, live Instagram and Facebook videos. Because it's weird. I think there's something about the way that you hold it and you might be covering up a speaker or you got in Bluetooth because you're trying to hear it or something. 
Um, I don't know, but we did that. It was super loud. Um, so the only thing you got to see was my handsome mug. That's it. <laughs> but, uh, better luck. Better luck next time. I think some uh, audio equipment might be better for that uh, scenario. Yeah, but well, we'll really cool. learn. Yeah, Get but better. it was super cool. California pools because we just kind of rolled up and saw these two seats with a cool view of the pool behind us. And we're just like, hey, do you mind if we sit here and do, you know, like a Facebook Live, you know, thing? And they're like, yeah, this is the perfect spot. It's got the, you know, they weren't like weirded out by it. They knew exactly what was going on. That's cool. So that was, yeah, really nice of them to just let us sit there and use their spot for a minute. Yep. Yeah. And then that night we got invited to Core X event, which was pretty sweet. Bunch of good, good dudes there that use Polar X and, you know, again, shout out to Fred, who's been on the podcast. Um, Fred's really cool, man. He was, you know, he said some really cool, kind things to us that day and he doesn't, he calls us, <laughs> what does he call us? The Dr. The Phil. Dr. Phil of the pool industry. So we got him to open up about some stuff that he's not super comfortable doing um, normally. And, you know, he sent us a nice text message after the mixer too, just about how, proud of us he was and stuff and thought that was really cool since he doesn't really show a whole lot of emotion so you know thanks fred for the invite thanks for all you do and you know it was a it was a really cool night um there we got to obviously speak with fred the ceo Derek of polar x had some really cool conversations with him um the ceo of finn justin miller one of the co-founders there he was there really cool to talk about that product and the up-and-coming stuff and what they might be putting out in the industry. So a lot of good conversations in that little poor X event there. Yeah. It's just insane. The relationships that we're able to, to have now and the people we're able to talk with. And it's just really cool because we know that all the information that we're getting and hopefully scheduling them to be on the show so that it's not just us getting that information. We can share all the words of wisdom and the things that are going on. You know what I mean? Almost like just like a news channel or something. And we're able to get all that information to, to the industry, anybody that listens to the podcast. So, and that's, that's a tricky thing to do sometimes because these people are extremely busy with huge companies and different things like that going on. Mm -hmm. So for them to take the time to, cause I mean, we were talking for quite a while. We we're talking for probably about an hour. Yeah. Um, and just, we really appreciated them giving us the time of day and just going back and forth, different ideas and things that they're doing. And, um, yeah, you know, we got some plans of them being on the show in the future. So that'd be good. We can kind of, uh, you know, go back over all that stuff. I think that's Kyle had his only drink that time. Yeah. I think that was it. <laughs> oh yeah. What'd you have? Oh, well, I had some Jameson, you know, yeah. keeping it Irish with a splash of Coke. <laughs> oh Coke. yeah. It was, it was definitely a Jameson with a splash of diet. It was, yeah, it was tasty, but it was definitely the only one I needed. That's for sure. Speaking of that, so jealous of you going to Ireland here pretty soon. Yes, that's on the books for Christmas this year. Me and my wife bucket would be awesome. So we get a week off for uh, that Christmas break, and Kyle and his wife are going to Ireland, Ireland and Scotland. Yep, that's our big trip. Super fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So second day at the international show was awesome. We had the first day, went really well. So I think we were pretty pumped mm -hmm. on the second day, which we knew was going to be a really long day because we had the day at the show. We had the mixer at the end. 
So we had to really be on our A game. And um, I got this started by meeting with uh, the Jobber team um, at the booth early in the morning. And we did a video and just shared the video on YouTube about um, getting started with Jobber and how to use the software and just a little bit about how we use Jobber um, at Brothers and a little bit of how we use it at Pool Chasers. And did that video with Justin. He did the demo. He's awesome. He really knows his stuff. He knows the software in and out. And um, that was a really good experience doing that with them. And then, uh, yeah, we just got into the day after that. I think that the show started at 1030 every day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So it, for some reason, it seemed like it just like started much sooner than that every day. But yeah. we woke up later consecutively. <laughs> yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. While you were doing that, I had to go drive 40 minutes to Staples to get business cards. Because right. that's the one thing. Well, we didn't technically forget. You ordered them, but they came <laughs> postcard style. Five times the size. <laughs> yeah. Not a business card <laughs> no. by any means. So you had to reorder them, and then we had to pick them up in Vegas. So it's bound to happen. We got too much, so much stuff going on that. <laughs> yeah. We learned that there's not too many staples that are like a print shop as well. Because nope. you know, out here, most of the staples are, you can do print and things, but not out there. That was the, the nearest one, and it was in. It was very far away. Henderson? <laughs> yeah. It was back where we when yeah. we first came in to Vegas. So I had drove all the way there and all the way back like with 15 minutes of spare. That was super fun. But, yep. Jump right into it. Yeah. So after that, we met the Lucas Lagoons team. Uh, we met Crash first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those guys. Crash and Frankie were together. Yeah. Crash and Frankie saw them together and... Man, I feel like even if you didn't watch the show, you would know that they were some type of personality because they just had so much energy and they were just so pumped up. And yeah, those those guys, the whole entire crew is just freaking awesome. And um, but those were the two. We got some photos with them, and we just kind of talked a little bit about the podcast and what we were doing and all that good it's stuff. Kind of funny because when they first came up, they totally thought we were like gonna give them something to advertise because the both of their faces kind of look you i think you weren't really you were doing something on your phone but when they first came up and i said hi to them it was kind of like they saw me i had a flyer in my hand and you could tell like he's like i don't want to talk to this guy but then as we kept talking it was it was pretty cool they saw oh really it. yeah that's exactly that's like you could see their both their faces were like this guy's trying to sell me something <laughs> <laughs> i think it was more of the oh they know we're famous they want us to pitch their product it was no it, yeah. it was definitely that look on his face like uh we gotta go yeah that you guys didn't pull good. that like oh are you guys do you guys do something in the pool industry yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like you guys want to put. He's like, "What do you guys do?" And then I had explained. Then they were like, "Then they opened up and they're super cool about it." But yeah, yeah, it was kind of like. I was like, "You're missing teeth." Me. I'm assuming you do something with, uh, I don't know, hockey, some kind of yeah, construction, construction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be super stupid. No. But that was super cool, man. We talked about the podcast, what we're doing, and you know, we kind of mentioned, you know, we like to talk to Lucas if they, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll bring him over later, no problem." And so. You know, we talk about later on. I'm not going to just talk about it now. Yeah. So later on, he brought up, they came over. Um, they were at the, right, I think right by where you were shooting ledge launchers thing. And then, so I was going on my way to get some food, which I never ate. And then, <laughs> and then I found them and they were like, oh, hey, hey, we're coming by right now. So then Lucas and, and his mom and the whole crew and everybody was like falling, but like on our way back to our booth, which is not very far away. 
we got stopped like four different times. And they were like, oh my gosh, it's Hoopins. And like hugging him, taking pictures, and just standing there like hanging out. And they're like, his guy's like, all right, we gotta go, we gotta go. And it's like, we finally get rid of the booth, but it was super cool. He came there, he got a pole chaser's hat, he wore it out of the show. So, you know. So awesome that, you know, even guys like that take the time to go and be at the show. Cause I mean, they don't have any kind of booth or anything like that there, but I mean, they were there Thursday and Friday at least. And they were there for a good amount of time and just socializing with people and just sending real good vibes. I mean, they're all pretty positive and yeah, it was a real pleasure meeting all of them. I mean, them and Bull Kings are kind of like the iconics in the mm-hmm. industry. So having both of them, the opportunity to meet all of them was, was very cool. And that they were all cool. Like none of them were like mm-hmm. bougie at all. They weren't like, yeah, they were really nice. I actually got invited to go to, uh, to their house in Florida anytime I want. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of cool. I was like, super cool. <laughs> I don't know if I'll do it, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> and we usually do pretty good about staying on top of those episodes, but I didn't see the one they were talking about where they had built Frankie's pool because he's the audio guy that they, you know, contract out for. And I watched that episode and that was super funny. And I kept thinking about when you were saying that invited, you know, you out to go out and have fun at that pool but it's got a huge like there's like tons of land out there and Lucas wanted to build this huge old pool and Frankie's wife's like no man like just something kind of like a little bit smaller he's just like okay okay I got you but then they like started digging and broke ground and it was like massive they're like dude what part of this didn't you understand man this is still like it's like a lake back here and uh but that episode was awesome and I couldn't even imagine like if you were a pool builder and you got to do something like that for one of your best friends because they're like childhood friends I think um, yeah I'm pretty sure they've known each other for a really long time but to be able to you know have, for sure yeah crash the members in the very beginning but yeah so to be able to you know build a pool for a good friend of yours that's got to be like that's got to be a huge, you know, deal, especially if you don't want to mess that up. And they talk about that a lot. <laughs> it's like, there's kind of a lot on the line right yeah, now. Definitely want to mess it up. <laughs> but like, as soon as, and if you met Luke, Lucas at all being there and that whole team, they're, they love having fun. And as in the episode, as soon as he gets to Frankie's house, he doesn't even knock on the door or anything. He just like goes straight into the garage and takes the side by side, like the things we're riding in Zadana. Mm-hmm. And he just starts like, going crazy in their backyard I mean he's romping through like mud and all this stuff and he had like a microphone or something he's like wake up I'm here to build your pool like crazy <laughs> stuff so it was like pretty funny and I was thinking to myself I'm like Man, what you see is what you get because yep. I could see him doing that at the show because he's he's he do it <laughs> yeah uh, they're all a ton of fun so yeah. good experience super cool and he wore the pool chasers hat out and that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome him to, to see. No, he we did. He, he liked that hat, so yeah. that was a huge plus for us. <laughs> I thought that was a dream. I right. pinched myself a few times. <laughs> um, so met the whole team. That was super cool. Talked to them about the mixer, and of course they were invited to it that that night. Um, I think they said yeah. that they would try and make it, but you know, I believe that <laughs> they were like, "Man, you guys, there's so many things going on. Like you'll, and we totally understand. You know what I mean? We yeah. just like met and all that cool stuff. So um, we're gonna get into the mixer, but they actually ended up showing up, and that was freaking epic. epic. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Um, so we met 
the infamous LB Pullman, which if you have Instagram, he is on there like crazy. So, you know, I've heard multiple people that weekend talk about LB Pullman. I don't even know his real name, <laughs> which is Brandon. Um, but yeah, I get a lot of likes by that guy. <laughs> but Brandon was, I mean, he's to me one of the coolest stories of pool chasers. Um, you know, he talked to us about how he was been in the industry for five years and he was going to stop being in the industry. He was, it was boring. It was getting old. And because of pool chasers, he now wants to stay in the industry. He he was excited about it. And he, I mean, that's, he told us that before through DMS, but I mean, that was really, really cool. And still one of the coolest stories to me that, you know, something we're doing, which is pretty humbling. Um, you know, it's, it's, that's our intention is to make this, this industry better to make it, you know, to get people excited about it and make, make some people of that generation and that young age, you know, get, get excited about it because that's the future of the industry. And if we don't uplift that part of it, then we can't really continue, you know, to, to grow as an industry. So that was Brandon's one of the coolest inspiration stories. And he's just a super cool kid. He doesn't even own his own company. He, you know, he talked about how he wants to learn and gather information and he, he wants to work as hard as he can for his employer. And I've never met anybody that, that besides maybe you Kyle, that wants to work that hard for somebody else. You know what I mean? And he talks really highly of his boss and he just wants to be the best he can be. Talks about going above and beyond talked about spraying off like the cool decks to go above and beyond like while he's cleaning the pool yeah, he did. I mean it's it's impressive and he was really cool to me um, I, I felt like he was worth mentioning on the podcast again just because that's what it's all about for us so thanks Brandon for your inspiration story and we're excited that we can be a part of your journey in the future so super cool meeting you yeah definitely and I think it was crazy that he had been following us ever since the beginning of you know, brothers yeah. Instagram because I feel like we're kind of some of the pioneers to being on you know Instagram or at least taking it really serious from the very beginning. Yeah. And to know that he was there like in the very very beginning when we were just getting things started off is is crazy to see for him to see the evolution of you know the pool business and then getting into the podcast. Um, that was just really cool because I think that. What it sounded like is that listening to the podcast just brought hope, you know, to him and his future in the industry. Because when you listen to guys like, you know, Jeremy Noggle and Rick Chafee and Justin and Fred and all these people and, you know, just kind of where they started, Mike with X-Pools, you know, Ed Friend with Swim Pool Warehouse. And you listen to their stories about where they started and their struggles and the sacrifices they had to make to get to where they are now. And a lot of them are, you know, very successful I feel like there's a lot of people that are at the bottom that don't that don't really know sometimes that you have to put in this you have to put in the time to get to that next level and sometimes it's not very clear what that next step is going to be but when you listen to people's stories it's like wow that's really cool I didn't even know that you could do something like that within the industry so maybe I should just work really hard at this part and this can be my next phase and you just start, you know, pulling uh, all these pieces together. And it really felt like with talking with Brandon that he was motivated to be in the industry, be a service tech and do that for, for you know, for a while. 
And, you know, whatever happens after that, um, he'll do it. But he's not in any rush. I do make, you know, a very good employee. I feel like his boss is extremely lucky because mm-hmm. the things he said about um, his boss was just like some of the coolest things I've ever heard anybody say. And not everybody's meant to be owners. You know, we talk about this and it's there's ones, twos and threes. You know, Andy, Andy talks about that in his podcast sometimes. But like, you know, there's people with certain certain personalities that are meant to run companies and can handle the pressures and handle what comes at you. And then there's, you know, right hand men that need to make that run and work hard and be those people. Like you got to find your niche, what you're good at, find, you know, so, you know, maybe he'll never run his own company, but if he works hard like that, he'll be the number one employee in the whole entire Vegas. I'll tell you that. Cause that guy has worked hard. So, I mean, if you have that mentality, you just know what you're good at and you work hard at it. You know, you don't necessarily have to own the company because there is a lot that comes with owning it as opposed to working, you know, for somebody. But, you know, not everybody's meant to do that and it's not designed that way. A lot of people, you know, Gary talks about it. Number four at Facebook makes a lot more money than a lot of people that own their own companies because they know that that's they're good at it and Facebook pays them a lot, a lot of money to be that person, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of that entrepreneur part of people, you're kind of born with it. I've had that entrepreneur spirit since I was a little kid. You know what I mean? I always, I never even thought about people say, what do you do when you want to grow up? Never thought about like, Oh, I want to be a cop. Or I think the first time I saw something is I wrote in the first grade that I wanted to be a grocery bagger just cause I, you know, being at the grocery store, my mom, I was just <laughs> like, I was like, that seems like a cool gig. You know, you get to put all these groceries in the bag and put them in the cart. Um, but you know, I definitely, I set my goals a little bit higher. <laughs> Um, after that, but it was always like, ah, oh, start did like you, a skate shop or do. Did you ever achieve your goal of being a bagger? No, but I ended up just shopping at Food for Less where you get to bag your own groceries. So that's, that's the same. Know, it's almost the same thing. Just didn't pay for it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Like the logistics of making sure, you know, the bread goes in this bag and the, and the milk doesn't get a bag and <laughs> <laughs> all that fun stuff. But, um, yeah, it's not, I don't think it's, it's for everybody because even talking with, you know, our, our wives and friends and things like that, it's like, man, isn't that just kind of nerve wracking sometimes? Because it's sometimes the unknown. There's a lot of things that people don't really know. I'm just kind of going on a little bit of a rant, because if you are listening, Brandon, it, there's something to be said for that. It's not really meant for everybody, but it's kind of crazy because the things that even that you do, Kyle, I've got so much respect for because I sure as hell can't do it. Like you're in the best seat and not to say that you can't run your own business. Cause I think you very well can, you know, one day if that's something that you wanted to do, but you have so many skill sets that sometimes there's people that, you know, can kind of, we have a perfect team where I kind of do a lot of marketing and different things like that. Ty does start, he's the founder and he, you know, does a lot of like admin stuff and things like that. And you're just, yeah freaking all around, you know, you're with the, you're with the pool service guys, you're freaking fixing trucks, you're fixing windows, you're, <laughs> man, I, I feel like I could just go on and on. It's just like, no matter what you got into, uh, just like a box we couldn't open up at the, at the shop. I'm like, Kyle, like I tried so hard. Cause I'm like, I don't ever want to like, if I don't have to ask you, <laughs> because I feel like, like, you know, it's like, dude, I want to figure this out, but I'm like, dude, I'm not messing with this because Kyle will figure it out. I've wasted too much time. Can you open this filing cabinet? Yeah. I even told like our awesome receptionist, Sherry, I was like, you know what? I- I'm just going to go cal- get Kyle. Like, cause I need to be done with this. 
You know, I feel like she was like, you know, probably thinking too, like, can you just go get Kyle? Yeah, you were making stop. you were making an insane <laughs> amount of noise. Yeah. And sure enough, like, I think it was like two or three minutes. Kyle was like in there with his knife and looking at the other one and like, oh, we gotta like slide this in, pinch it over here. I'm like, yeah, I never. Yeah, I would have left. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to go get some kind of like saw or something and just start drilling in this thing. Well, the worst part about it was later that day, Tyler came in and I said, oh, we had a fun time with that filing cabinet earlier today. He goes, oh, yeah, it's it's tricky. You just got to go like this. And he just like grabbed the drawer, wiggled it, and, and it opened right away. Really? That was, that's, my, yeah. that's my drawer, bro. I <laughs> but it. I talked to you like so many times. I prior. told you how to do it, but. This thing you can do. Are you sitting? No, you did not. Tell me how to do it. You guys I, I, are, you're sitting I, watching uh, video of me like trying to get into this. Thing. I tried. I tried to open it after he left, and I couldn't even do it's it. It's my file cabinet, man. I know how to open that thing. It's but but it's not. It's not really. I can't really explain it into words because it's like this weird. Yeah, no shit. Push this button, kick the freaking thing, wiggle it, and like it unlatches. Oh, anyway, I was getting so upset. I'm like, why <laughs> is this here? Like, we're not the richest people in the world, but can we afford, like, a, a, a real cabinet with a key that works? Yeah. Like, right. this is insane. Like, don't don't, don't don't lock the one in the main office. There's yeah. no key for that. No. Don't lock it, please. No. <laughs> anyway. But off on that rant. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, back to Brandon. I mean, you if, you if you want to run your company, man, that's the right way to do it. Learn how to do it the correct way. Grow. Be, you know... Be as good as you can be and then make your decision. But, you know, there are – this world needs really good employees and it needs really good right-hand men and really, really good service guys. I mean, there's a place for everybody. If you work hard, that's where you that's where you need to be. Trust me, if you're out there and you're not owning your own company and you're a service tech or you're a repair tech, like, we want you. So, I mean, it's very difficult for – us as owners to find a really good team. It's taken a while to get to where we are, which I think is the best team we've had ever, but it's, it's really, really tough to find people you can trust. So if you are a hard worker like that, I mean, there is definitely a place for you. So second day, we met a bunch of other cool, awesome listeners. So I'll try to run through your names a little bit. If we forgot you, I'm sorry. There was a lot of people. So Dylan, Ken, Luke, Scott, and his wife, Rylan, which is crazy because that's your daughter's name. We've never heard anybody. Anybody else named that. Um, Omar came all the way from Puerto Rico. Dustin and his buddy, Dwayne, you know, Brett and his wife. And of course, Justin Bowie from JMAX. You know, there was quite a bit of people that stopped by that day. Again, if we forgot your name, I apologize. There's a lot of people, but we appreciate each and every one of you. So it was super cool meeting you guys. Yes, every single one of you. And sorry, me personally, couldn't talk some more, but it was an honor having everybody by the booth and grabbing a little bit of swag, you know, some of the free stuff we had and just sharing a little bit of your stories. Um, another one, Jimmy, um, photographer, takes, you know, some of the raddest photos that you've seen for some of the um, you know, magazines and top builders in the world. Yeah. So it was really cool getting to meet up with him. And I know you already saw, um, said Justin Bowie, but him and his wife were there and, um, those are really good friends. And mm-hmm. it was real honor, you know, having you guys out there, especially being here from, you know, the Phoenix area, same as us. So yeah. thank you all of you so much. I heard a couple people tell us to came out there just, just for us and just for the mixer. And that's, that's pretty crazy. So we really, really appreciate that. Yeah, that's huge. And it just shows how important that really is to some people because I know we would do it. I mean, the opportunity to network with other positive individuals in the industry that you might not normally get to talk with. I mean, it's not 
even us, like you get to talk with some manufacturers, you know, Fred was there. Um, you had some, you know, higher ups of Zodiac, you had all kinds of different people and even ones that are just doing maybe commercial pools like Dustin, like Dustin is amazing. If you wanted to get into the commercial side of things and you wanted to pick his brain or get his phone number, like we know Justin so well that he would do it in a heartbeat. Like, heck yeah, yeah, man, probably put his arm around him and be like, we're buddies now, man, let's do this. Yeah. And he, you know, show you the ins and outs, but that's the coolest part is the, that community feeling of just you know, being together. And it's really cool to see that that is valuable to people and people are willing to go out of their way to be a part of something like that to better, you know, their lives and their business. So then we got a chance to grab a little Jack in the Box on the way, you know, since we, none of us had even eaten until. We didn't eat at all that no, day. That day. And that was rough. And nobody, nobody ever told you, nobody, nobody told you that, like, you're not going to have a chance to eat. So you should probably eat. And which my, my wife reminded of me of several times, but it's, but it's like, crazy when you're moving like that, you don't even, you don't feel like there's time because you're talking with somebody and as soon as you're done with that conversation, someone else is walking up and then there was just yeah. a constant flow of people, especially when they see someone they know and they're like, oh, I know him. Okay. Oh, he's talking over there. And then the jobber people were really good, especially with me since I work with it a lot with the guys going, and this is Kyle over here and he uses it every day and Kyle, you want to show him how you use it? And I'm like, sure. And I pulled it open and I was like, well, you can see my repair technician had just done this job. I got this going on and was able to actually like show them how Jobber was used. So I thought that was so freaking cool that it's like, no, this is like real time. This is what's going on right now. Yeah, this is today. This is my, he just finished this job. He's on his way to this one. See, he can put it in his notes and this and that. And it was really cool to kind of bounce back and forth between the pool chasers and the jobber and really keep people tied in. And then they go, well, well what are you here for? Oh, let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> this little thing we're doing over here. And we totally understand. I would be curious as well. Yes. What is going on here? Oh, so many times they were like, so what's this jobber thing? And I'm like, ah, that's actually these guys over here. That'll help you out. Yeah. Oh, there were so oh, many that so were do? standing in the middle of the aisle. They were like this, like looking, <laughs> looking left, looking yeah, you right. Know you're supposed to talk to or not? It's like this is one. This is one booth, but they're, they're it's like, confusing me. I don't shine shoes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was definitely. Uh, and then the people across the way trying to get people to oh, the teeth get cleaners, the teeth whiteners. Oh man! Across the way, the first day yeah. was a little rough. Yeah, but they, but they did tend. They did tend to push the herd towards us, which yes, was kind of cool. That was pretty good. So, you know, I felt, I felt like it was a little bit harder the second day to kind of make people come talk to us. Yeah, I give I give props because yeah. that that the woman in front, she was she was smiling the whole time, and I mean, her teeth were white. Yeah, they were they were white. You know, you had she her, did get a lot of people in there, man. Yeah, a lot of people cleaning their teeth. We were surrounded by you know interesting booths because you had that, then you had the booty shaker. To the right of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you had, there was a gentleman that had headphones in the whole time. <laughs> and didn't talk to anyone. That didn't talk to anyone. And, and that one was shelf. It? Yeah, one shelf of, of like, like, uh, second, second hand cleaners and, yeah. Post, I don't know. I think was, they were imitation cleaners from Japan or something. Japan yeah. or something. But I thought it was very kind, you know, at a certain point that it just put a sign on it, take me or something. <laughs> or it was like, take and all the stuff left. in the booth and just like <laughs> left. Just <laughs> um, well, hopefully what we were doing was motivating. Maybe he left early to go get some Maybe he started his own and he started a podcast in Japan. Yeah. So that could be. 
If you're listening, good luck. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about the screwdriver. I thought we were... Because remember we were trying oh, to find a yeah. screwdriver in the gas station? Oh, that was the morning of. That was Yeah, that made it even worse. Because that, that was, was before we ran into the people about, like, didn't even... We couldn't even get into the freaking building. Oh, yeah, because we, we needed need a, a stupid screwdriver. screwdriver. Try, if you need a screwdriver and you're in Las Vegas, you should bring one with you. Because there's no hard <laughs> buy a screwdriver. We found a gas station that had... This all-in-one flashlight screwdriver. They had like fourteen different bits that flipped out. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> and it was definitely like a three-dollar Harbor Freight special. Oh yeah, yeah. disposable. Yeah, yeah. it's not quality, but um, it did the trick. Yep. And it's difficult too because, oh, for the first time, I have some stuff. You know what I mean? But we cleared out the whole entire truck, you know, because usually you got toolboxes and all your stuff in there. Yep. But we had to clear everything out in order to make everything fit. So we just had nothing. It's like, man, nobody's got a Leatherman or something <laughs> to, like, kind of, you know, do the job. But it's good that we found a screwdriver because there's nothing else that would have been able to put that shelf together. Uh, oh. They had an insane amount. I think we actually yeah. left out, like, five yeah. bolts that didn't get put in. But <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of funny. So we're... Get all the equipment. We get it. Stoney's. We're starting the mixer. I mean, it's just kind of, we're all running around super crazy. After getting the equipment all set up, figure out that um, new laptop that we got, so I think a 15-inch MacBook Pro, needs some extension to be able to do what we need to do. We don't have that. So we're scrambling. Like, what are we going to do? Okay, we need to go to an electronics store. And I dip out. I get on my phone. And... Heck yeah. There's one like literally walking distance from Stoney's. Fry's Electronics is like literally walking distance from where we were. Yep. Yep. Did not walk. Did not walk. <laughs> I did drive to the Fry's Electronics. This place is seriously insane. I, yep. and, the, and then you got there and realized that you didn't have what? Your wallet. Shit. I do remember that. Well, I was, Cause I I was driving out there with it. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Pretty embarrassing, but I'm getting Greg better. Special. But, Greg yeah, special, Greg special. Definitely the Greg special is uh is that Greg? Fall. So you got a bunch of free Starbucks drinks because of that. I have. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, it's already wallet. made. Well, it's so. super funny because they're just like if I ever do forget anything, they're like, oh, because I'll be like, you know, I'm nice. I'm like, oh, I'll come back or whatever, and they're like, no, nah, dude, you're you're. You spend more money here than like (laughs) (laughs) I'll just catch you tomorrow. Yeah. No big deal. I'll see you tomorrow. No, no worries. This coffee's overpriced anyway. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we ended up getting the part and over back to the laptop. Come to find out we never needed it in the first place because of something else. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be what it is without some of that chaos. You know what I mean? We did need it. Oh, we used it, but we didn't know the other two ports oh, were yeah, on yeah, the yeah, other yeah, side. Yeah. Um, so we still need two USBs, though. So it worked out. Okay, I'm just okay. trying to make you feel better. Thank you. I do feel better. So. <laughs> but I did get to walk through that, dude. That Fry's Electronics is bigger than the ones here. It is massive, so freaking insane. Yeah, it's Vegas, baby. When you have signs that say like you know Apple accessories, and then not Apple accessories, but they fit in Apple, like. <laughs> <laughs> like just like weird like stuff like not that. real ones this Big looks apple. like it but it's not you know what I mean <laughs> um, so we did that and uh, yeah got all the equipment set up and what time did the event start 7 yep 7 yeah 
So we're kind of changing plans left and right just because we didn't really know who was going to come at what time. Were people going to come early? Check. Yes, some did come in early, which was okay. They just couldn't come all the way inside. But we are just kind of... And that's what me personally, and I know Ty can say the same thing, is that's why we do what we do. And that's why I love all of us being together because no matter what happens, we get it figured out. We get it figured out and it's like, all right, okay, okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? Break. You know, And that's what makes the best teams are the ones that can be like, when it's so crazy, you could just like slow everything down and be like, okay, where are we at? Okay, okay. You do this, you do that, I'll do this. And we make it work and, and super proud of, you know, all of us and making sure that everything went down correctly. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where to go from here because after this, it just, it was, uh, it was a tornado of awesomeness, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you were at the door getting tickets. Um, you know, Kyle and I were then standing a little bit inside greeting people. And I think that's kind of when it, decided to hit me at least <laughs> I was like you know it's crazy because we had done I mean that took us what I mean four or five months we planned that thing so I mean it was uh yeah pretty come to Jesus moment for a second it was it was very emotional <laughs> it was very emotional mm-hmm. um I don't think we, we've never talked about this but you know we're we always sit outside this bench we stay here late Wednesday nights sometimes till one two o'clock in the morning and there's this bench outside of our office and we just kind of sit out there and get some fresh air and talk about kind of what, what's going to happen. And we have this idea, you know, about bringing the community together and the best way of doing that. And it's like, you know, why don't we do like a mixer? I remember because we were like, yeah, but we won't call it a mixer because that's, that. that's cheesy and weird. <laughs> and we just kept, you know, brainstorming stuff. I mean, as far as like the, the name of it and it just one day or just like. We're just going to call it the mixer because that's that's what it is. (laughs) Um, But it was crazy that that was so long ago and there was like so much preparation for it and it didn't look like there was. There was like a lot, you know, because you're trying to balance the the pool service business and uh, on top of that. And for that many people to show up and have a good time and all that stuff, you know, at the point where people were lining up to get checked off the sheet, it just felt like, you know, really good that, you know, you know, it was a, a success to a degree that people saw value in it and they were about to have, you know, a good time and network with other people and have some good tacos and, you know, we get on the podcast. Yep. And that was super, it was just super nerve wracking because it was about to happen and it was crazy. Um, that came as well. What was going through my head, but you know, it was, uh, it was really, really cool time. Um, so, I mean, what's what's crazy about it, too, because I've been part of these events before, and, you know, there's teams of, like, 10 or 20 people that put these on, and that didn't exist for us, so it's us three here, sitting here, that that went through, you know, Greg and I had all this preparation, and then you joined us to pull it off, and that was an insane, insane, insane amount of work, and I don't think, I hope people noticed, and hope people had saw it and thought it was a really good time, but that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, we definitely have some things we can get better at, but I mean, to pull it off with three people was insane because I've done them before and there's 10 to 20 people that pull these off. So it was a lot. <laughs> Dude, kind of one a, of the best ideas a, was bringing you, Kyle. I mean, for sure. I don't even know what we would have done without you. Yeah, man, that, 
That would have been... I tried to just jump in where I could fit in. I mean, the the staff at Stoney's definitely made it really easy. They were awesome. They, they, were, were, they were not... On it. They, you know, would be... Uh, we have nothing to hang this banner with. Oh, that's right. I got to roll a gaffing tape. I'll go grab it. Just make sure you give it back to me when you're done. It's really expensive. And we're like, oh, do we need to get it? In Even that, that situation by itself, how cool that guy was. And he oh, was yeah. like, wasn't he one of the owners or something? I like, think he was a manager or something. He definitely was running the business, but he definitely, he knew what was going. Oh, yep. This will work right here. Yeah. I, no I would problem. use this for this. Here you go. And. Put it it right was the sound, the, the like lead sound guy. Or something. But anyway, but it was just cool, like that kind of impression. I mean, just being that cool because we needed somebody to be, we needed somebody to be cool and yeah. helpful at, at this point. Yeah, I mean, um, they lined it up nice. That the security guards were super awesome. We gave him a mixer hat. Yes, he was. He asked for it. He was super cool. I actually, almost got bounced out. Yeah, at one point because you guys were uh, recording people in there doing, you know, interviewing. And I was ushering people in, and he was like, oh, what are you doing in there? You can't be going in there. And, like, because we had a curtain to kind of keep people from wandering in, because at a certain point, that area was opened up to everyone, and we wanted to kind of keep it private. And he was like, you can't be going in there. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? I've been I have here a all, shirt on. <laughs> I've been here all night. Where have you been? Yeah, pool chaser. <laughs> Where, where's my uh, my other guy? Where is he at? <laughs> I ended up giving that guy a hat because he was so cool. He helped us out. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that. He was, was awesome. I didn't and know we, about that until the end. And we met the caterer, and that guy was super cool. He was he he thought it was crazy because he came in, and he took pictures of our setup, and he was like so he was so stoked when we heard it was a podcast because he had. Decided to start a podcast with two of his buddies or something, but he was a uh, that was an interesting part of it, which was really surprised because he really was starting a podcast and he showed us the artwork that yep. they had created for the yep. podcast. And I was like, dude, that's actually really cool. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's gonna be kind of a little niche thing, we're gonna do kind of a little bit on health, a little bit on this, and and tacos. I mean, yeah, that's a you get to sit and talk about tacos. Topic. Yeah, yeah I would sure sit and listen. Topics. Yeah, I could talk about talking. Although I didn't eat any of them, I'm shocked. But I didn't. Right, I ate them. <laughs> yeah, you ate them before. No, no <laughs> I only, I only. You only got like five bites before I pulled you into it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. I felt bad. I'm like, oh god, I just got a full plate. Uh, sorry, man. We're gonna start. I, I waited. To, I waited till almost everybody got food. And I was like, okay, I gotta get something because at that point I had that burger. Before we started, yeah. and that was the only thing I ate. <laughs> I feel like I burnt that off already at that point. I'm like, uh, I just want to eat one of these tacos before it gets super crazy. Yeah, I started getting a little hangry. You know, there's a, a point where you're just like, I am starving. I need, I will put down like a whole large pizza right now. Like, yeah. I need something. But definitely took a couple of drinks to calm the nerves. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, then we started to kind of pull people in. Well, first of all, Lucas showed up with his crazy limo, which was awesome. And, you know, like we talked about earlier, it was unexpected. So we actually started recording with him and his crew, which was awesome because he sat there, introduced each one of them, kind of talked for a few minutes. And then once we got through that, um, which if you guys are listening, we appreciate you so much for coming. That was super cool of you. And in such style, such style, rolling up in the limo. <laughs> but we got to the community and you know that was where it was really all about 
and it was crazy. We started bringing them in two by twos. Kyle did a really good job at kind of ushering in them, you know, but it, it was kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird thing. So <laughs> we had, none of us have ever done it before. So I think next time maybe we have like more of a line or something that kind of moves people along. But anyway, it was <laughs> so much fun. One of those things where the <laughs> idea <laughs> is really cool, but yeah, <laughs> when it's happening, it's, it's not easy. No. Cause it's, it's no matter how good you are, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when people are going to show up. You don't know if they're going to show up regardless if they bought a ticket or not. We didn't know how, how loud it was going to be exactly, which we were really into because yeah, it was extremely loud. I guess this would be a good time to tell you that we did record, um, quite a few people while we were there, but, um, we are still working on the audio. Um, Tyler's put an insane amount of hours already into trying to edit this and it is it is rough it's rough it is rough because the, the bass of a country music which country music has a ton of bass but the music was just so loud and i don't think we were fully you know paying attention to that and we're still relatively new to this and i think being in such a you know good place for podcasting you don't think about it because you're like oh these mics are you know amazing but not so amazing when, you know, whatever levels the Bumping music was at. You. <laughs> yeah. That, that curtain was not blocking much sound. No, well, definitely. Not the set next time for sure. And then when the line dancers started going. Yeah. It was. Yep. It was definitely loud. But, you know, it, was, it started to get really, I mean, regardless of if the recording works or not, and I hope it does. But, I mean, for us to be able to sit there and talk with you guys individually on the podcast and we know we didn't get to everybody which we were bummed about but we got to the majority of everybody and you know some people had to leave earlier some people jumped on lucas's bus but (laughs) there is you know it was it was really really an amazing experience and you know we hope to do it again in the future with more of the community and you know we talked with several guys you know started with started off with i don't know the order to be honest but got on a list here brandon and thomas they're actually from vegas so those two dudes are coming from vegas obviously we talked about brandon already and thomas is ninth i think he was ninth ninth island and he <laughs> they told us a story and it was crazy because they they said they were driving next to one another and one guy had the pool chasers hat on the dashboard and the other guy screamed out he said hey pool chasers and they like talked, they gave each other this like silent handshake that was like, you know, like, oh, I'm part of this community. And like, you know, it was, it was super funny to hear them talk about that. And they were super stoked about it because somebody else in their town, you know, thought, thought that the portraits were awesome and followed us. And they, they got this like immediate bond over it. And, you know, that was insane. It was so cool to hear them talk about it. Um, you know, Scott and his wife, Rylan, you know, are obviously from here and, they started Bluefin. We talked with them for a while. It was really cool to hear their perspective because, you know, they talked about brothers and it being a company that they want to kind of model after, which is, you know, very cool for us to hear. And obviously brothers is our service company. So, you know, it's, it was really cool to hear that about them and they, and they want to sit down with us for lunch and some other stuff, which would be awesome. Um, you know, we talked with Brett, our boy, Brett, you know, he's the one that started his podcast. He's, that was really cool because oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of an intense uh, experience there was, you know, kind of a full circle type thing. Um, but, you know, his wife was there and she was 
talking quite a bit about being the support of him and having a really good backbone and being able to do the things he does, you know, because of her and, you know, with his kids and things. And we have obviously all have wives and understand that it takes some sacrifice to do what we do. So that was really cool. Um, you know, Brad and the Zodiac team came in. That was really awesome to have them there because, you know, they came from California to show and, you know, talked to them. We've talked to them before, but obviously we discussed like Jandy's new movement, you know, removing things offline and yep. some other stuff we want planned with them. So we're super stoked to have them on. Um, obviously our boy Dustin. Dustin is amazing. He's been <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> he's such a cool dude. He's been supporter from the very beginning. I mean, he's known about brothers um, and, you know, when he saw the movement, he supported it 100%. And we've had several really cool discussions with him about Yelp and other things. And he brought his buddy Dwayne, you know, and they were they were really cool to have on there. But he's obviously been a huge supporter. Um, so we appreciate that. Um, you know, we got into J-Max, who's a really good friend. And his wife was cool, too. I think she teared up a little bit talking about how, you know, successful he was and how proud of him she was and that was really really cool moment and there was so many cool moments that are hard to remember but um it was like a crazy game um running around and stuff like that so you know we had luke and ken post they you know luke norris ken post they've been supporters for a long time you know that that conversation is really cool to see people from two different worlds kind of talk about their businesses and bounce ideas off one another you know we greg and i kind of just sat back and watched a little bit at that conversation and they just kind of went with it ran with it super cool um talk with john and debbie for a little bit and or deb i don't know how she says it but she was you know we talked about different types of filter cleans because we're from arizona obviously she's from california he was from florida and discussed about like you know florida has single cartridges and they clean their filters like once a month and we obviously do it every six months and how different the industry was and how crazy that is. And, you know, we had Chad from Aquaman and Chris, you know, had a great discussion about the industry and about, you know, how raising tides, you know, rise all ships. So that's been something that Hal preached and, um, on the podcast before. And I think, uh, Michael with Expo said the same thing, but, you know, as we just grow with an industry, raise that bar together and, you know, every ship can rise if we, keep this tide rising so it was a really really cool experience to record with everybody and you know one thing we couldn't really do which i was kind of bummed is hang out there so kyle i mean i know you were hanging out there with everybody else what kind of vibe and what kind of thing was going on out there with everybody it was actually it it was pretty fun because once everybody kind of started moving in i noticed people were like okay let's start eating and people started eating and they kind of oh you're I think I've seen you on the, you know, the pool chasers group on Facebook or, and it kind of was a chance for people to start to get to know each other and kind of place screen names and stuff like that. Go, Oh yeah, I've heard you before. Oh yeah. How long have you been listening to pool chasers? But it was cool for me because everybody, almost everyone was like, well, well, what do you do? Oh, you're, you're the manager at Brothers. Yeah, we've heard about that, you know. And then everybody was just really chill with, like, just kind of talking about life. Not a bunch of conversations I heard 
were really about pools, but just about life and people just sharing that kind of community and talking about future plans and doing this and uh, one couple pregnant and super excited about that and me talking about me and Anna's trip to Ireland coming up and they just genuinely cared about there wasn't anybody there that just had a bad attitude. It was all all good attitudes, all, you know, real positive. I mean, tacos were involved. How can you not be positive? Um, but Jobber team was there. They were awesome. They helped, you know, we were kind of mixing around. They're great people. They dipped out a little early because they went to go see Cirque du Soleil. So, you know. Calling them out. I'll call them out. But I still, we still got them their hat, so it's all right. Yeah. Um, but everybody else, it was just kind of got to it and about nine thirty was when our area was opened up to the public really. Right. And I'd say probably like seven thirty is when the line dancers showed up and then it slowly people just, you could tell regulars were there and this is a country bar. So these, so they did like a class on mm-hmm. how to do it. We actually had some of our people go out there because they wanted to. <laughs> They're like, this looks like fun. We got to do this. So they're so it was great to just like oh, make fun of people and have fun and you know just talk. And about nine thirty, it started opening it up to the public, and we had to take the rope down. So the only way I could really tell, you know, if they were a pool chaser is if they had this pink wristband. Mm-hmm. So I'm like trying to usher people back to you guys so you could interview, and yeah. that's. But conversations had there were. Great. I got to meet a lot of people, and they were all super awesome. Yeah, I think what you shared with us before was really cool about how they they embraced you, you know, and nobody really knew who you were, which, which is Not at all. <laughs> They're like, oh, who are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come on over. Let's yeah. talk. But I think that's I think that's really cool because you, know, you, fe- you felt like they genuinely wanted to hear who you were and about your story, and I, I think that that's rare, you know, to get – people to genuinely care about something yeah i think it it's really tough this day and age for people to spend their time because time is a currency mm-hmm. and not everybody's got a lot of it right and we all have a finite amount so it's that i'm gonna spend my time listening to you about your story and i think it's awesome especially pool chasers we're just you know we're sharing experiences so we can all better ourselves right yeah, it was a, it was a crazy night, man. It was I I didn't really get to reflect on it until probably <laughs> a week after, to be honest. Where you know, because we because we went through it all, crazy day, crazy three days. Got back, did the family thing for one day, jumped back into brothers, and yep. by the time I think that next Wednesday night was the first time I actually had to like time to like settle down, think, and reflect on it. Which it was it was insane. <laughs> it it was a lot to compute. Yes. You had to sit and rethink things and go, oh, that, did I really have that conversation? That was an awesome conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I remember that, right? Yeah. It, it was tough, especially going on little sleep and not a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, I think that was very well told when we went to In-N-Out after. And, you know, I don't really like In-N-Out and I grew up with it. So, but that was probably one of the best tasting burgers I've had in a very long time. <laughs> I don't really like In-N-Out either. I know people love In-N-Out. My wife loves In-N-Out. Yeah, I, so does mine. But I, I ate it, and it was probably the best burger I had all day. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, like I said before, 
Um, we did not really expect that type of turnout, and it was insane. It was incredible. Um, we hope to do it again, you know, shortly with with some other people in different parts of the country. And, you know, it was – we genuinely felt like it was a community, and I think you picked up that vibe, Kyle, out there, and it, we felt it was it was something that we were doing together and raising this bar, and that's all we ever really want, so – it was it was insane. What do you think? <laughs> I'll just call out Greg because he's yeah. videotaping. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. I'm just being super sneaky. <laughs> I was taking photos while listening to the whole entire thing. I love listening. You know, even just with the headphones on and listening to you guys banter back and forth. It's it's the coolest thing seeing what you know this has evolved into. But the mixer, the whole point of it, and we've gone back and forth about this whole entire thing was just to, if you chose to be in the pool industry and you've given the years and the sacrifices, blood, sweat, and tears, this is what it is. So, and if you make up your mind that you're going to make the best of it, then why not surround yourself with good people? Because like you said, you weren't talking a whole lot about pools, but what you understood was you're in the same industry as me we might not be talking about pools but if i even talk to you about you know some things i'm going through in life you'll understand maybe a little bit better because we're kind of cut from the same cloth you know what i mean we're kind of the same people because you deal with you know the heat or the cold or you know you deal with employees or you know you deal with, yeah so we all have kind of the the same story to some degree and when you're just around people like that, you just, to me, you feel comfortable regardless of, you know, how successful another business is, especially doing the podcast. We realized that there's some builders and manufacturers that, you know, started off at the very bottom. I mean, we talk here and now they're here. <laughs> so, I mean, we were talking with uh, Greg Garrett today. And when you listen to that, there's an insane, um, success story on that episode talking about, you know, somebody that had no idea what they're doing. They had a a brush, a net, one pole and a, you know, uh, what a two in one kit. Yeah. Two one. Yeah. Taylor kit and knew nothing. I mean, this was many years ago, but he took the time to be kind of this gentleman. He was, you know, very young and ended up being one of the biggest builders in the state of Arizona. And that is just insane that 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 can happen but you know we're all in this together you know it's kind of uh you know one team one fight so might as well make the best of it and when you're surrounded by that many people that are being positive and being nice um as cliche as that is it's uh it makes what you do so much more important and fun and just everything because it's the quality of life you know i mean what are we doing here we got one life why not spend it being happy? You know what I mean? And the only way you can be happy is you surround yourself with other people that are the same way. And we talk about all the time. Sometimes you, you know, if you, when you're a kid and you, the friends that you choose, you end up kind of becoming them or they start becoming you depending on what's going on. But you have to surround yourself with good friends, good people and uh, all that stuff. And that's, what's going to make you, you know, a better business owner, a better person. And uh, that's what we have. And that's what we had at the mixer was just a, a big collect 
collection of people that thought the same way and wanted to, you know, better their lives, I think. So I had a really, that was one honey, (laughs) but I had a, as crazy as it was, I had a really good time. Just the only thing, and there's nothing to do about it was that did not get to sit in the, in the area where everybody was at and, you know, break bread with them and have some drinks and just talk about stuff. Cause you know, when you think about that, it's just like, man, that would have been just so cool. You know what I mean? To just sit there and we definitely minus, you know, the, the podcast recording, that's gotta be like pretty much like the next thing we got to do is like, just sit, you know what I mean? Get a huge kind of maybe banquet hall and just sit down and talk with everybody like together Instead of trying to do that, I mean, I mean to be fair, we, we did have that. That was part of the plan, and we just we just ran <laughs> yeah. out of time and money to do it. So two hours, of nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, like did. we went through that so fast, and it's so difficult because when we were recording, everybody that was uh, able to get in that room and you know record for the podcast, they had really interesting stories, and it was really hard to get out of it. Even we were trying to speed it along, but it was just like. And yeah. I didn't want to be rude or anything. And the yeah. stories were so awesome. And I meant to, like, we had it planned at 4.30, I mean, to go into the whole night, which yeah, that didn't really end up happening. If that actually got pulled off that way, I think we would have recorded for two hours. And the audio would have been good because there would have been no music on. And we would have got to mingle. But, you know, stuff happens. So we find a time machine, we're going to go back and change the time <laughs> yeah. and all that good yes. stuff. Well, the next one we can, we can make it better, <laughs> but you, we learn from our mistakes and, um, yeah. So if you made it out to the mixer, we met you at the international pool spa patio show. Um, it was the biggest honor ever getting to meet with you, learn a little bit more about your business and really look forward to meeting you all in the, in the future. Day three was kind of like one and two, except afterwards we leave. <laughs> Greg throws well, a, I think, I think the third day was a tantrum. I think the important things to talk about the third day is obviously woke up super tired, but you know, I, I met Molly in the morning again, which was cool. I mean, I, I think we already talked about Java a little bit, but the experience we had with Java was really cool opportunity. And, you know, you recorded with them. I recorded with them. Kyle mingled and helped a lot of people. Um, you know, it was super exciting times to be with them. It was cool. We had to help them the same way they helped us. So I think we were beneficial to them as well. And, you know, it was really cool experience with them. Um, some of the other experience, I think from the third day was we met, you know, Jim, Steve and Justin from California pools, which they're obviously on pool Kings too. And then we also met, you know, Ryder, the CEO of California pools was there at the booth with them as well. We had really good conversations. Um, hopefully we can collaborate with them in the near future. And I think that would be a really good one. Also, we met with Genesis, you know, which was kind of a quick meeting, but a really, really good one. Um, you know, we have a lot of stuff hopefully planned with them in the future to bring education to you guys and to the industry and work with them on on some future projects. So, you know, that was some of the highlights of the third day. I don't need too much after that, but. Yeah, I think at that point we were just, try to keep up and we were pretty much exhausted from the mixer and, you know, doing all of that. And we're all kind of excited, you know, to, to be kind of done and get home to our families. I know you get to a certain point and you miss your bed, you miss your family. Um, Plus we miss Halloween. That was that some sucked. pretty bull crap. That sucked really bad. <laughs> it was not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that we were just so insanely busy 
And, you know, big shout out to our wives. Yes. If you're listening to this, Karina, I love you and thank you so much because it's not, it's not easy. I mean, the communication was terrible. Yeah. Because, and I mean, I told her going into it, like, hey, this is, this could be slow. I could talk to you a bunch or it could be insane and you might not hear from me for many, many hours. Right. You know what I mean? But I got, you know, Ty and Kyle. And if anything, you know, if something happens to me or something, like, you know, that they'll contact you. (laughs) So I'm around, you know, some responsible people. Right. Um, yeah, Megan, but, and Megan did an awesome job with our boys too. And, you know, I think they went trick or treating together, all of them. Oh, yeah, was, they did. That was, that was good knowing that they were doing something at least, you know, but it was, it was really disappointing since it's my son, one of my son, my son's favorite holiday. So it's kind of a bummer not to be there. Yeah. And we're going to, you know, hopefully do an episode with them in the future and just talking about that. Cause, yep. you know, you can't really have a successful, business or be the most successful person you can be if you don't have um, your family backing you on all that you do. Because if my, if Karina did not support all the things that I've done in the last 10 years, I would not be the person that I am today. I, I wouldn't even be close. You need that support system. And um, yeah, being an entrepreneurial uh, spouse is, is not, not yeah. easy. <laughs> and it's crazy because I had a mentor at, when I worked at Harley and uh, I asked because I just saw that this gentleman was taking on so much. And I was like, man, kind of a weird question to ask you because I'm sure people don't ask you these kind of things. But like, how do you do it? He's like, my wife. Yeah. He's like, this is my high school sweetheart. And she was the one. And you don't have a good wife. You're not going to do what you need to do. because Somebody's got to hold it down at home. Somebody's got to be understanding that you are working your ass off and sacrificing all this stuff. And you got to know that what they're doing sure as heck ain't easy either because it's not, you know, keeping up the house and doing all that stuff and coordinating the things with schools and all that different stuff. Dude, it's, it's a roller coaster. It's an insane amount of work and the respect is, you know, mutual. And that's what you need is the respect on both sides. And we're very lucky to have that. And that's why all actually all three of us are able to do what we do so yeah, well. We appreciate your wife, Kyle. She yeah. Let, she, she let you go last minute. <laughs> last minute. Plus, she gave me the go ahead to move across the country and change our lives completely. Yep. You know, we had just got married. We were only married for two months right. before we went, Oh, I'm going to change my career. You're going to change your career. We're going to move across the country. It was a big change. And then, yeah, she gave me permission to go to Vegas (laughs) with you guys last minute. We don't have kids yet, but we have four dogs, and that's pretty exciting. That's cool that she must even, like, trust us that, you know, we are going to be, you know, I think a lot of people will be like, oh, you're going to Vegas, man. What are you going to do? You're going to act all crazy. And that's not, if you know anything about us, what you see is what you get. We're not super crazy. Yeah. We're pretty devoted to the cause and our families. So when we say we're going to Vegas to to, to work. work and to get the word out that we're building the greatest community ever, that's that's what we're going to do because it doesn't happen by sitting on your ass. Yep. You got to go out there yeah. and talk to people and have great conversation. Right. We and, did not uh, slow down one second that whole time. So no, it was, <laughs> there wasn't it was even enough time to do to party if you wanted to. That was it was no. crazy. It was hard for me to even sleep. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, just because I snore. Yes, that was Kyle's doesn't get his own room next time. <laughs> That's what I'm talking Kyle's about. Kyle's like, plan worked out perfectly. Yeah. I actually purposefully louder there. It's like, I hope they can hear this, man. My throat is killing me. 
We just stayed I'm away really the whole time making noises. Snore <laughs> <laughs> machine on your, you got the app on your phone. Don't, don't tell my secret. <laughs> Anna's like, you don't snore. I'm shooting for my own room next time. <laughs> yeah. But we're super excited for the outcome and the future, what it holds. I mean, it was an amazing week, weekend, three days that we wanted to kind of share with you guys. Um, thank you again, Kyle, for everything you did. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. And we look forward to future events with you and, you know, and getting better at them and making them more successful than this, this one. And that's what we do. We, we learn from it and we make it better. It's how we, that's how we go about life. So we learn from our mistakes. Not really a mistake. We, we don't have to mean mistakes, but we just learn. Bring a screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> to be a little bit more prepared and be yeah. ready for certain things. I think name tags would be super cool with the mixer because, you know, you don't really know who somebody is. But, you know, certain things like that, just little things you can pick up to make it better. You know, obviously we'll do. And, you know, we're super stoked for, for what's to come. I mean, I can't, I can't say it enough. And, you know, hopefully we can do a few of these a year and, you know, hang out with everybody. Yeah. And we don't get a chance to say this, you know, live on any of these podcasts, but, um, I'm proud of you, Tyler. You know what I mean? Like from the very beginning, you know, I think in our wildest dreams, we didn't know that it would get this far this fast and the community that was built, but super proud that, you know, you've hung in there and for everybody listening, you have a business partner, you have something like that and you guys are equally pushing each other the way that we do. Um, you guys will be unstoppable because you'll get to a point where you think you can't go any further, but little do you know, you're seriously, you're almost there. You're almost that light at the end of the tunnel is seriously almost there. And if you just keep on pressing and pushing and you love what you do, don't freaking stop, pay attention, make sure you're making good choices. And the other half is making good choices. Don't be afraid to speak up. Me and Ty, we have a great relationship, but we do have our differences. But the difference is we freaking talk about it. Mm -hmm. We talk about it. We squash it and we move on. And that's how, that's how things happen, man. Super proud of you too. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. It's been a fun ride and can't look forward to everything we keep doing here. Heck yeah. Well, thank you uh, so much, Pool Chasers. Thank you guys so much for listening. We truly appreciate your time and your ear. It means the world to us that you guys take time out of your day to hang out with us in the Pool Chasers community. So we appreciate all of you. And if you have any questions, please email us at poolchasers.info at gmail.com. Please check out our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube pages. And check out the Facebook group as well if you have not already. It's been an insane value in there. I've seen so many cool conversations. Greg and I are so proud of you guys for all you're doing in there. So thank you for all the positivity also if you guys are listening to the podcast if you could take a picture or a screenshot of it and share it on your social platforms that way we can grow this community that would be great you know tag us in it so we can say thank you as well and if you got any pictures of you wearing the pool chasers mixer hats or any of the other swag it would be awesome to see you guys in it so take a picture tag us and we'll try to reshare it also i mean the world to us if you guys could go to apple itunes leave a review and rating for the podcast it really helps us there so thank you again for your time and we hope you enjoyed the episode see you out there pool chasers, chasers.